Hi, thanks for sticking along and now we are on episode 3. In this episode, we will be discussing the character of Megan Hipwell, also known as Jess to Rachel Watson. On Rachel Watson's mind, she's called Jess. Uh, Megan Hipwell is a young, artistic, sensitive person on the outside. If you look at her as Rachel sees her, Rachel sees her as perfect. Rachel thinks Jess has a perfect life, perfect husband, perfect family, perfect house, perfect job, perfect everything. But it just shows how less we know about Megan when we finally enter Megan's brain and we look at the things that she looks at and her life and all of that things. Uh, Megan is in an abusive relationship but it is hidden so well by her husband and by herself. She she herself refuses to believe that it is an abusive relationship but when she goes to the therapist he tells her how it is an abusive relationship because her husband is constantly looking into her passwords and all of that all of those things he figures out all her passwords she finds them you know attractive she finds these things that he does hot but when the therapist tells her that these are forms of abuse the way he controls her every action and everything he wants to know what she's doing all the time it's a form of abuse it's a form of control that her husband has over her megan is also dissatisfied with domesticity she doesn't want to be a mother she doesn't want to be a wife and she says that she only feels herself when she is running and she talks also about how she is a lover a mother a wife and she says that she's but not in the same order not in the order that you know is told to her by society so if we look at um, these three the three um what are they called identities or three factors of consciousness so we have the id ego and the super ego so if we look at a uh, super ego which is social values ta- and taboos that you know we internalize and we ourselves hate because society hates it so that's what megan thinks so she hates that she doesn't want to be a mother because society tells her that she should be a mother and if she doesn't want to be a mother that's a bad thing and um she also has trauma she has very bad trauma with being around children which she talks about in her therapy and uh, she has internalized her emotion of uh, how society tells her that she shouldn't be a mother because her last child died because of a mistake on her end it makes her feel that she should not be a mother she doesn't want to be around kids and even though she takes up the job of babysitting evie which is tom watson's daughter she doesn't want to be around that child because she is having a an affair with watson so that could be the reason she doesn't want to be around evie and she suffered the loss of her child Libby okay she uh, Libby was her baby and Libby died when they when uh, Megan took her and laid down in a pool because it was de- in a pool not in a pool in a bathtub because it was really cold and the baby slipped and died and um, because of that she doesn't want the idea of having a child 
brings back all these memories this this trauma that she faced because of losing a child and being blamed for killing her child and in her brain she feels that she is a criminal she feels that she, all her mistakes of her past make her a bad person and her instincts her instincts to be loved her instincts are to be a mother and that we know at the end of her story when she gets pregnant and she's excited about it we see that her instincts which were you know prohibited which she herself prohibited herself her instincts i'm not saying that motherly instincts are natural when like cuz the id gives you the natural instincts but you know these things that came naturally to her which she had suppressed she finally doesn't know what to do with them because of uh because she dies but yeah she also has damaging relationships her relationship with her f- brother was really good but then her brother died she was in a relationship with her brother's best friend but then he left her the moment the child died and now her relationship with scott is really bad and she has just lost hope at this point and she doesn't really want to fight she doesn't want to argue with him when he says that he wants a family she just avoids the topic and um when society looks at her and when she's put forward in the news we look at how her name is just dragged through the mud by media she's called a victim a killer a tramp a misfit and it also demonstrates the unrealistic and damaging damaging pressures that society places upon women a woman who has lived much of her life on the brink due to her failure to embody the virtues of femininity and maternal instincts that society demands of women we also see that she had really bad relationships with her parents because after the thing because she was a wild child what you would say she was like you know the bad girl and that is why her family like i think her parents no wait yeah her parents also expire after her brother's death so she is again all on her own the same way that rachel was not comparing them but i'm just giving you a context uh megan also avoids a lot of topics that she doesn't want to talk about she has avoided she stays away from situations that cause anxiety or stir up emotions for megan it is the the concept of being a mother being uh pregnant talking to her husband about being pregnant every time her br- husband brings up the conversation about you know let's raise a family let's start a family all these things she avoids them and she takes them out on someone else all these repressed emotions she displaces them and she puts them forward in front of her therapist which is fine because that's what therapists are for but megan takes it too far when she pushes all of her sexual you know advances all her her id that is all her controlled natural sexual desires she puts them forward towards her therapist and he doesn't want to because he loses job but megan doesn't listen and she pushes forward so she also projects this fear and hurt on uh, other people around her and all of this um of avoidance displacement leads to her you know selective perception of things she selectively thinks only about uh, the happy parts she wants to relive only good parts of when she had a job even when she goes and she's working for anna she wants to think about good things she's trying really hard to but her brain makes her only think about 
like the worst sort of things so her selective perception doesn't really work her brain pushes her into talking thinking about the worst things so things that give her anxiety emotions that she has repressed which will be fear of intimacy she doesn't want to be close to a baby because she thinks that's going to hurt her she also has a slight fear of betrayal which is why she probably can like doesn't argue with her husband as much she just gives in to his whims and demands she doesn't um, really stop him when she like he asks like you know when they are in a sexual intercourse like she doesn't say no even though she wants to say no so she's just given up on all of that and she also has an insecure unstable sense of self she wants to be she doesn't want to be like she's she's just so done but she's so insecure about herself she doesn't know what she wants and she thinks that going to the therapist is going to help her but it doesn't really help her that much because it only makes her confused and she adds another person into her relationship with her husband so she already had an affair with um tom but now she also adds a therapist to it so she just just done with the idea of settling down which is why she probably likes to live around trains where she thinks about her constant you know she wants to travel somewhere she's done with trying to be the perfect wife or the perfect mother and uh, before we get into the next episode where we talk about anna we also see how tom starts again with his you know having affairs cheating on his wife the same way that he did with rachel he's now doing with his current wife anna and the moment that uh, megan finally wants to do the right thing tom does goes ahead and kills her to keep their affair a, sec- a secret which turns her into the victim which is something that is usually present in you know crime stories you're either the vixen or the victim and when she was finally ready to take things into her own hand she's turned into a victim so hawkins uses uses megan the second narrator and protagonist to show how society fails to secure justice for women who cannot obtain it for themselves like rachel megan also can't doesn't conform with society's vision of maternity and femininity at first glance she seems like a confident self-assured woman but her past is riddled with trauma loss and dark secrets she doesn't fit in with the posh athleisure clad women who live in her small suburban town yet megan tries really hard to keep up the appearances when megan's dark past about her you know uh, her dead child and all of that when it finally comes up instead of focusing on trying to find her everything falls down like instead of trying to think of her as a victim or it is pushed and it's made to be her own fault that her rebelliousness her promiscuous choices in life brought about her tragic end with this uh, hawkins shows how society fails to give megan justice both in life and in death the experiences and abuses she hides in order to conform complicate the investigation of her disappearance megan gaslights herself 
she pushes aside painful memories of her past in order to play the role of the happy wife to her husband scott and to her you know and a mistress to her lover tom and in her quest to be this perfect woman she again loses herself megan and scott are also part of rachel's imagination or part of rachel's fantasy so it also shows how women who are in you know public are usually actresses you would say or you'd say influencers you now at this point and how they go through this struggle of trying to find themselves while trying to be the model person for other people to look up to Rachel, uh, megan did not know that she was being held on a pedestal by rachel but she still tried to be somebody she was not megan also does not have a job which makes her dependent on her husband and dependent also on tom because she and her therapist she is dependent on all of them for different parts of her life that she doesn't know what to do so on her husband she's probably dependent for money or for security of life of living of uh, housing on uh, kamal abdek her psychiatrist or her therapist she depends on psychiatric help because her mental health isn't fine and on tom she depends on you know attack on love or on being attached or on being um sexually driven so she all these different parts of her life are given priority or given into the hands of these men so it's never really in her own hands and even at the end when she finally decides that she wants to have this child it is taken away from her from by um tom and with that we end this episode we will look at anna in our next episode thank you for listening